The word today is actually a, a title to know him and make him known. This morning we had a Devo that went right with that. Hallelujah. We got to share a seed with the neighbor this morning, encourage her, let her know much, how much she loves, the Lord loves her. I was just out there literally, um, um, what was I doing, brother? Clipping my to- toenails out on the front porch. And this lady was just, you know, just looking at me and looking at me. And the Lord's like, hey, go invite her to church. Just tell, just tell how much I'm interested in her, how much I love her. So Sister Bonnie for Christ, I'm calling her Sister Bonnie, amen? So hallelujah, you just got to take advantage of the opportunities. We went to his, his hometown, Holbert, Oklahoma, right, bro? Got a little share, share of seed with the, the convenience store lady. I was like, Jesus loves you. He's like, I know. <laughs> I was like, but do you know? Take advantage of all those opportunities. That's what it's about, guys. Now, now that we're in Christ, we've realized that. It's all about knowing him personally. And through us, he wants himself to be made known to people. Be real to people. Not Bible thumper to people, but religious to people. But real to people. Hallelujah. Woo! Everyone in here has a testimony. It doesn't matter, matter if you go to Zacatecas or not. There's goers or senders. We want you to go. We're so excited every time that, that No Limits. I keep saying ABWF. It's having, I love both names. They're great. Amen. We're so excited every time you guys come down there. Your family, just you're making such an impact. All of you that have sent people so they can go. That you've helped uh, partner with us on financial support. All of you have gone in one way or another. Amen. Because there's goers and senders, Romans 10 is real specific. So be, be, rejoice in that today. Rejoice in that today. You're being part of something that's big, the bigger picture, the Great Commission. Hallelujah. Getting gospel to the ends of the earth. I was talking to Sandy how we're just starting to launch out on the other side of a village called Mesa Palmira, which is like everyone loves that place. The place where we did the, ba- the baseball camp. You guys did the baseball camp. Amen. First base, receive Christ. Right, folks? <laughs> Second base, get baptized which is a big step down there, a big thing. Third base, you know, become a disciple and make other disciples. Fourth, you know, home plate, we know where that is. Woo, glory. So we, we are so pumped about getting the gospel to the other side of that, that village where there's just numerous villages. This other a week, there's, a, there's one like legal, legalistic church on the other side of that area that I've heard of, and they showed up, and they just want to hear about this place where they get the spirit on and get praising on it. And that little, y'all have been down there, you know, little adobe, this little adobe building is where we get the praise on, folks. Amen? And they loved it. So the Lord, the love of the Lord is just doing the work. But you guys are a part of that. It'd be, I mean, I'm telling you, the gas isn't cheap there. It's like $4 a gallon. I'd have to, like, we work on the, the suspension alignment, like, every time I come back from that place. And those who've been on that road know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Amen, folks? Roberto, he, bro, he, like, totally uh, got, blew the tire. You know, he gets, everyone that knows Roberto, our little cowboy contact down there, he's just, <laughs> you think I talk a lot? Brother, brother Kerry, you got to meet, you better read Roberto. Ooh, that guy can go, right? And so he kind of misses, you know, the rocks, the sharp rocks, the stuff on the roads. Like, come on, Roberto, that was 200 bucks, bro. Come on now. <laughs> so no matter what, in your Jerusalem, your Judea, your Samaria, the ends of the earth, keep shining your light. Keep being attentive to the Holy Spirit so he can use you. Sister, that play, what's the name of the sister that plays the drums? You just blessed me this morning, Candy. And brother, what's the name of the, the cowboy playing the guitar? Tyler, you just blessed me this morning. You're just so full of spirit. You guys just keep flowing, keep flowing. So I'm going to encourage and invite you guys to go with me to Philippines, uh, Philippians 3, 7 this morning. 
to know him and make him known. We all have a part of that, folks. And, and brother, you know, um, Coonrod reminded that of us to my wife and I. We need to receive that word, you know, to remind us that number one is always our, our personal relationship with the Lord. Our first love to never depart from our first love. It's all about Jesus, all about falling in love with him every day and wanting to pursue him more and more and more. Woo, yes. So Philippians 3, 7. Thank you, brother Coonrod, for that word this morning that just blessed our lives. As, as uh, ministers of the word, his servants, which we all are ministers, we're all servants, amen? We all, we have to be reminded of that, that it's, it's not always about just pouring out to others, you know, got to pour into ourselves first, man. Let him pour into us, right? Seek him first, always, always got to be refilled the spirit, guys. Always got to be refilled of the word, of his presence and everything. He's got to be first in everything. If we don't take time that, that time for that, then we're gonna have nothing to give, guys. It's just gonna end, you know? Woo, so Philippians 3, 7, we there? Hallelujah. I'm gonna actually invite you. I don't know if y'all do that here, but in Mexico, we do that because folks have never used a Bible before and they, they need to learn to have a little bit of reverence, a little respect for God's words. So that's why we do it. Not because it's a religious thing. Not, not no religious thing. We just want them to learn to have some reverence for God, for their, their, their Lord and for his word. So I'm gonna invite you to stand for God's word, the reading of God's word this morning. I know we all have other different virgins. It's either the easier there because everyone has the same version of, of Spanish Bible. So, <laughs> so you, can either, you can either join with me if, if you have New King James or you can use your, and you can join me, use your own version. We're gonna read Philippians 3, 7 to 14 in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit this morning. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ. Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Verse 12, not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Father, we just thank you for this, your word this morning. We do press forward, Father. We go forward now, Lord God, just increase our faith, Father, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the God. By hearing your word, you're increasing our faith this morning already, Lord Jesus. You've already stirred it up with your presence. We've already worshiped you and glorified you, Lord, in spirit and truth. You are here, Lord. You are here convicting hearts, moving hearts, Lord Jesus, and preparing us for the challenges you have ahead every participation you have for, Lord God, every gifting, every anointing, Father, just, just getting a hold of us this morning, Lord Jesus, filling us, Father, with your Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. Lord God, we just bless Pastor Mark and Gina, Father God, as they travel, Father, just your holy angels, your hedge of protection around them, Father, in Jesus' name, Father, and your people saved. Amen. You may have a seat this morning.
Brother Dylan, I want to say thank you for, again, for all the, the pictures and Sister Sandy and everyone that was part of that. I know it wasn't just Sandy and Dylan doing that. Everybody that was part of that. I mean, these folks down there, guys, they probably don't even own one picture of themselves. So you may have heard how we set up the guys, you know, to, you know, like the typical baseball stance, you know. So I thought we, 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 Sandy and I talked about that would be a cool idea to take a picture of each individual participant of the camp. And so um, they've been working hard on that. He's been editing and she got all the, print, print them all out and got the albums. And so now we're going to take them down to there, guys. Awesome. A week from, uh, this next Saturday, I'll be there and we'll give them that. And you guys are all a part of that. I mean, think about it. I mean, these people, they're going to be so grateful for that. And we took some pictures of the, of the families. They probably don't even have a, a picture of their own family. Wow. So that's going to be a real, a ble really blessing. That's what we're, because that's what we've, we're grabbing on the hold of, all right, guys, in Christ. Yeah. Lord, as like Father Abraham, has placed us here to be a blessing to others. If you can grab a hold of that, forgetting the past, as, as we just read here, Apostle Paul said, all those things in the past, maybe you weren't a blessing, maybe you were a nuisance, right? Maybe you're wild and crazy, right? <laughs> but now you, you, you accept the fact that he loves you and, that, and you were born into the family, hallelujah, you're, you're a child of God, you're a servant of God, and that he placed you to be a blessing, Praise the Lord for that. Yeah. If you believe it and walk into it, I'll tell you what, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Patriarchs, prophets, uh, priests, apostles, disciples, and kings all had individual callings, individual purposes, giftings, anointing. That's what makes us a diverse body. Amen? It'd be boring if we're all the same, all talk the same, have the same giftings, anointings. So praise the Lord for that, that he made us a diverse body. And always remember that. Uh, Look, you know, to the need of your, of your brother, your sister in Christ. Man, extend a hand, a lending hand. Encourage your brother and sister in Christ to walk into their anointing because their joy is not going to be complete if they're not. Right, folks? And yours isn't either, right? You're just, you know, not flowing in your own giftings. But we all have a common, so we all have our own giftings. We know that. That's not the, the actually not the, that's a whole other sermon. Amen? First Corinthians 12 and all those, all those parts where it talks about the, the gift, you know, gifting of the Spirit. We all have a common calling to know him personally, amen, and to spread, declare, proclaim his name in the earth. In other words, to make him known, his name known, his name be great, his name be known across the earth. In our Jerusalem, which is your Owasso, amen, the people you work with around you, like, I, I'd, I'd actually never heard of this, Brother Kuhnrod, that was really good. After I came back and I was telling him how I, I invited that lady to church across the street, he said, us... For those folks that don't, that don't go to church, that don't read the Bible, that have no, you know, no relationship with them, we're the Bible that they see every day. I'd actually never heard that. That was really good. We're the Bible they see every, they read. That's the word he said. They're the, we're the Bible they read every day. Woo! So our Jerusalem is, you know, our media area is the area the Lord has us to impact daily. And if we can't impact that, some people say, I'm really willing to go to the ends of the world for the Lord. But you're not willing to go around the corner, you know, to... Tell your neighbor Jesus loves her, him or her, and do something for the Lord where you're at. That doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> Hallelujah. It, or is it that you go over there and those people, you know, you can go and then leave and they'll never see you again, right? And they'll have to know who you are really. <laughs> and go live however you want to, right? No. <laughs> so knowing him personally, that's number one, right? So we're already there. We've been born again. We have a relationship with the Lord. We're walking with him daily. We're being intimate with him daily. 
And we've, we've seen the promises. We're gonna be with him eternally. We're gonna know him more and more and more. And then to make him known, hallelujah. Every ministry, and then every ministry begins with a specific calling, right? In my case, I may have shared this before, um, but I feel like the Lord has impressed me to share that this morning. I was, I, the Lord called me into what I'm walking into now when I was 11 years old on the very first Mexico border mission trip I went to. I was gonna go some far off, not the border, some off, far off part of Mexico where there's a little, little gospel. Learn Spanish, marry Latina, the whole package. When he calls, he gives the whole package, right? He provides. Woo! Amen. Gloria a Dios por la mano Diana. Woo! <laughs> so, hallelujah. Every ministry began, begins with a calling. And the Lord, he, you know, he, he prepares in his, his timing. And he gives us those points A, B, C, right? Not A to Z, like that, right? Step by step, daily, daily. He's, he's, he's maturing us in the Lord. He's growing us in the Lord. And he's developing in us, nurturing us to, to prepare us for that day when he launches us out into that new area. For us, it was eight years going back and forth to that area, Zacatecas, you know, on our breaks. I was a Spanish teacher all those years. And then now we've been there four years. I was just, I, I couldn't believe it. So I'm like, it's, wow, it's, time has gone by so fast. We've been down there for four years now, full time in that area. My daughter just, if you want to call it, graduated from elementary. They make a big shebang about that down there. <laughs> so I don't know what the Lord has, has told you when you were, maybe when you were a child, when you were a, an adolescent, there was a prophetic word over you. But have faith. Have faith to believe that his word will not return void. He will, he will do everything he said he would do in your life. But don't, don't let the enemy confuse you or, no, I'm not a candidate anymore because I did all these things, right? I wasn't, I, I wasn't faithful all this time. Praise the Lord. He chose to, chose to use unperfect people like myself. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to Dios. So, my hero, let's look at verse 7 real quick. One of the key points here that we want to talk about with this, knowing him, making him known, is in verse 7. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Yes, indeed, I also count all things lost. That's it. When he, he asks us to follow him, right? Deny ourselves everything. He wants everything, right? Everything and nothing, right? Because he paid all the, he paid the price. He did the work on the cross. We don't have to die on the cross. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah <laughs> for that. But our, our heart, our complete surrender, a total surrender, like that old song, a lot of us that grew up in the more traditional churches, I surrender all. We love doing that one. We still do that one today in Mexico. Woo! But that's what it is, right? All things lost for Christ. It says here, indicates that which is damaged or of no further use. Like the flesh, the old man, right? <laughs> we have died to. What was, what was formerly important to the Apostle Paul, didn't it become unimportant after his encounter with the resurrected Messiah? Yeah. Like getting a kick out of being evil to people, making people's lives miserable, <laughs> trying to torture Christians and all that. Yeah, that wasn't important to him anymore. <laughs> Amen? Pride comes before a fall. He fell, guys, I'm telling you. He, well, they say they think it's a horse. It could be a camel. We don't know. <laughs> Amen? But he, the point is, is he fell down with all that pride and selfish ambition, right? All that religious zeal that was actually really fleshly and selfish. Woo! It was no further use to him anymore. That confidence in the flesh and all the training and teaching he had, if you want to call it a seminary or whatever. <laughs> Those things were a gain to him before. 
You know, he was all puffed up with pride, you know? Like those school bullies we grew up with, right? They got a kick out of, you know, kicking us up. To... <laughs> I, 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 was, I, I got to baptize a, a childhood friend on Wednesday. What, a, what an honor. Last year we were just talking. He's like, Ben, thank you so much for being instrumental uh, in leading me to Christ. I and mean, he came from a total broken home, just total. He was pretty wacko, but I was too, amen, for Christ. Woo! But we were kind of reminiscing, and he's like, yeah, you remember that dude that, you know, used to, you know, try to beat us up all the time and, you know, make our lives miserable? It seemed like every day that was his life. I'm getting up to make these dudes' lives miserable. Some of you guys probably grew up with, or maybe some of y'all were those guys, right? But praise the Lord, before that, died, that dude died of a drug overdose, I didn't ever heard this until just the other day. My old friend Billy Davidson, I just baptized Wednesday, he says, you know, before he died, he came to me and actually reconciled and asked forgiveness. He said, I wish I wouldn't have acted like that. I wish I'd allowed you in to be my friend that time because you're a cool guy. I'm like, are you kidding me? That guy asked you for forgiveness? Woo! What the Lord can do. And, I, and that's my prayer that, you know, in those last moments that there was some recon, reconciliation with the Lord because that dude was tough. But that's the Apostle Paul said, all those things are lost. In fact, it, the word here says the word rubbish. Wow. Basically like trash, right? So for us that are now in Christ, all our self-righteousness, you know, are as filthy rags, Having, you know, the title, the position, getting, becoming wealthy, material positions, the Christmas or birthday gift I did or didn't get, the promotion I did or didn't get. And if the Lord wants to give it to us, praise the Lord. He loves blessing his people. But that's not our treasure. Our treasure is where our heart is, right? Also, our treasure is the Lord. To know him and have him more. And that's what Paul realized. Like, I don't need all that stuff. I don't need all the, the fame the Pharisees were giving me, you know. Whew, hallelujah. List of achievements right there, right? Right in the trash can. All is counted as rubbish. You know, the Lord, you know, he, he delights in blessing us. That's for sure. Giving us the desires of our heart, right? Yes. We first moved to Jerez. <laughs> this be, you might think this doesn't sound very spiritual, but, you know, I just, I just like to walk in the spiritual and in, in, in the supernatural. And the Lord just likes to remind me of things, of how much he loves me and, and things he does for me. So anyway, that's me. So we get there and I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm an avid runner. You know, the Lord was working on my own healing. I think I've told you before, I had gout arthritis for two and a half years. The Lord healed me of. So, you know, my love, the doctor had said, you're never going to run again, you know. And I just never believed, I just did not allow that to be the, the final word. I know my Lord has the final word. Hallelujah. And so Dr. Jesus, he had another word for that. So anyway, the Lord, you know, and it, and it wasn't like, like Brother Dell's a good word. Because a lot, a lot of times it's instant, Right. And I shared that testimony one time, Dylan, and this guy came forward that had just had his first attack, his first and only attack, and he was healed instantly. Wow, I mean, it's painful. I don't know if you guys ever had that gal arthritis. You, bro? Ooh, oh, ask my wife. Ooh, everywhere. So, uh, so anyway, the Lord decided to heal that guy instantly, and I praise the Lord for that. Why he wanted me to do the two and a half year process, he knows. One day I'll know, but I share it, and it's a testimony, and it ministers to people. Right, folks? But when we showed up, they were just starting to, to prepare to, to build a, um, a track. And the Lord said, I'm doing this for you. Not, well, you know, maybe for the people in Jerez as well, you know. 
But the Lord reminded me, you know how your love for running, you love to be in shape and do all that stuff. So I'm doing this for you. Yeah. It's not a coincidence you showed up 2013 and they're just starting to lay the foundation to go back and do that. They've got this nice turf. Oh, it's nice. And then uh, this one's going to sound even less spiritual. They, they had just built a, a brand new um, like AMC type movie theater in, in Sacateca City. The movies in church, brother? No. You know, a good family movie. You know what I mean. There's nothing wrong with that. We're not legalistic here, right, folks? Hey, Lord, and the Lord said, hey, for you too. I mean, the same year, all that stuff. You know, just the Lord always reminds us how much he wants, how much he loves us. Lord Dios. So he says that I may gain Christ. That's all about, you know, Billy, my childhood friend. That's what it's all about. This Wednesday, he left everything so he can gain, gain Christ. He said, I was pretty messed up, bro, about during those years. But now, you know, the Lord, what the Lord can do. He marries this, you know, um, niece's preacher, you know. Praise the Lord, you know. It's all about gaining Christ. Many of you guys know Emilio that works down to my assistant. He's actually preaching right now as I speak. Amen. And if you hear his testimony, you're like, bro, you don't know what I've done, what I've been, where I've been. I want to hear this guy. You know, all, not only drug cartel stuff, like satanic stuff he used to be involved in. And I'm telling you, it's all about, I mean, it's all about gaining Christ, he loves us all. He made no respecter of persons, guys. Doesn't matter where you come from. You walk, you grew up in church or not, or whatever. You were a hypocrite. You were just sinful. Whatever. <laughs> all that is as filthy racks and trash can. As long as I told, like I told that the little traditional church that let me speak a little bit, they were like, "Whoa!" And this little tra- called Church of the Brethren in Cushing, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, Billy, he was pretty crazy. We were wild and crazy when we first met. But I just noticed that he had a he had a willing heart. As long as they're that broken heart, like the Lord had to knock down Paul with that selfish ambition because he cannot operate. The Holy Spirit cannot operate where there's pride, folks. As long as there's brokenness, woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's what it was with Emilio as well, and with, with so many of us. Hallelujah. So he got back up again, right? With the most important thing of all, gaining Christ and his eyesight later, right? Apostle Paul (laughs) had to wait on that one for a little bit. So he wants us to surrender every area of our lives, not just the parts that are comfortable, the parts that are easy. What is the area of life that you have not surrendered to him? You know, I just recently preached on, on Daniel and it's a lot of people just, you know, do the, the later part of Daniel, you know, with Nebuchadnezzar and, and, and the, you know, the lion's den and, and the, the idol and all that part. But if you read the first chapter, it's amazing. It's amazing how him and his and his compadres, comrades, you know, they were taken probably around when they were youth age from, you know, from Israel to be taken captive to Babylon. And the prophet Jeremiah had said, hey, guys, go with them. If you want to live, go with those guys. The Lord's actually telling you, you need to go with those guys. So instead of them having a bad attitude, so you know what? Why are we going to Babylon? It was our parents that were idol worshipers that would refuse to repent. You know, we shouldn't have to go to Babylon. We love the Lord all our, our heart, soul, mind, and strength. You know, we've been faithful. No, they had a good attitude, said, okay, if the Lord's saying we have to go, Good, because everyone back in, in, in Jerusalem is dying and the ones that went to Egypt, wow, it's really bad. So they, they had a good attitude. 
Amen? They surrendered to the call. You know what I'm saying? So you know what? Maybe, just maybe, the Lord has us in Babylon for a divine moment such as this. Oh, and you know the story. And so they had a good, they had a good attitude about where the Lord was taking them. Have a good attitude where the Lord takes you, folks. Whatever, whatever you're experiencing right now, circumstances, hallelujah, say thank you, Jesus. Because maybe he's going to teach you something through it. Maybe you're going to shine your light and someone's going to come to Christ because of it. Woo! Instead of the complaining, all that murmuring complaining has to be out in Jesus' name. Amen? Woo! And so there's that. And then there was that determination. You know, they had to go basically go to like an academy where they had to learn the new language. I mean, that's not easy. I can tell you from first experience. Learning a new language is a lot of work, folks. The Lord can just say, boom, you know, he had all the languages before the Tower of Babel, right? <laughs> he can say, hey, there you go, Espanol, Mandarin, right, Chino. <laughs> he could do that, right, if he wants to. I'm pretty sure he knows all the languages and he's all powerful and he could definitely do that. But he also wants to, to try us. He wants us to be disciplined in the Lord, disciplined in our walk with him. Do we really want to know him and make him known to others? Do we really love him that much or really to pay the price? You know what I'm saying? To get up earlier, to seek him, to spend time with him, hallelujah. When Pastor Mark or any of the leaders ask me to do something and say, yes, I'm available, amen? And I always give excuses or always, you know, try to hide behind the closet and, you know. <laughs> so it's just amazing how, you know, they, they, they recognize that. And then, and then they also paid a sacrifice. You remember the story, right? The captain of the guard said, hey, you know what? Here's the food, you know. You get to eat from the table, the king. It's good stuff. Got some wine. Got some carne asada, some steak. Woo! And they said, uh-uh. No, we don't need any of that. Test this out in 10 days and just vegetables and water. Let's see what happens. And the captain said, but if it doesn't, the king's going to have my head for this. He said, hey, just test it out in 10 days. And if, if you don't see us better, better, not just as good, better better, um, you know, our physique than the other dudes in this program, then, then you, we'll eat whatever you want us to eat. And it, isn't that amazing? So not only was there a good attitude, was there a determination to be the top of their class in that academy, amen, and learn the language and do all that stuff. There was that sacrifice. Mm. There was that sacrifice, Brother Coonrod shared an amazing word down there that just rocked people's lives when he was down there in Zacatecas about that, the sacrifice that Abraham was called to do. He was tested and he passed the test, right, guys? Hallelujah. His own son, the Lord hasn't asked us to do that, right, guys? You put those things together because of your complete surrender to the Lord and you're going to see things happen, folks. You know what I'm saying? Don't let anything hold you back. He says, for whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses, hallelujah, his life for my sake in the gospels will save it. Sometimes people are down like, oh, you're down there because, you know, because churches send you money or whatever. I'm like, you think if that was my heart's desire that I would be here with you people? <laughs> Do you really think I could go back to my job as a federal law enforcement and make, be making the six figures easy. If you really think that, then you're just mistaken. Amen? Amen? But what are you willing to give up for the cause of Christ? 
What are you willing to sacrifice to go the distance, to know him and say, have the Lord's heart, Lord, I have your heart. Your heart is so big, so amazing, so perfect, so loving. <laughs> to love on people and make a difference. <laughs> what, do you need, what do you need me to do? Where is my heart's poor priority? Fall in love with Jesus, young people. I mean, y'all are about to start school again, amen? Yeah. Have that determination that this year is, is a year you're gonna step up. You're gonna go the distance to share the love of Christ with people, to no, no longer be a conformist, amen? Do not be conformed to the power of his world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Make that declaration. You know, Daniel, they said, you know what? We're gonna lift you up the name, well, the name of Jesus, but the name of the Lord, you know, that time while we're here. Maybe the Lord has us here for, that, for a moment such as this. Like Mordecai told Esther, dude, um, girl, um, niece, um, I'm about to die here. Can you like start um, putting a smile on, take all those tears and actually thank, thank the Lord that you're the, the wife of the king? And maybe you can, you know, have a little, you know, word in there, a little, you know, <laughs> maybe save us people. <laughs> Hallelujah. He, the word to know, he says in, in, in verse 10, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. And then this next part is going to shock, rock your world. In the fellowship of his sufferings. Ooh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. So to know is hinosko in Greek, which is knowledge gained through a personal counter involving a beginning, a development, and a goal. So like I said, we're going through that right now, that process to know him more and more and more and more, right? The beginning, you're in Christ. You're already found in Christ. You're born again. And then development process, your spiritual maturity, your discipleship. Let the Lord work in those areas of your life that you know that, that you're lacking, that you need to grow spiritually. Hallelujah. Gloria a Dios. And that's gonna, be, that's gonna happen through a personal encounter that he knows going. Isn't that interesting? Your personal daily encounter with the Lord. <laughs> you have to spend time with the Lord, people. You have to seek him daily. You're not going to grow spiritually. You have to read the Bible. <laughs> if just Sunday is your, the spiritual uh, food you're receiving, wow. Wow. You, you, you don't need to fast from the word, okay, people? <laughs> you can fast from Facebook and all that stuff, but don't fast from the word, amen? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Glory to Dios. And that faith in action is going to be evidenced through your obedience to his word getting more of the word of the word in your life, the fruits of the spirit being, mani being supernaturally manifested through you, your total submission to his leading, your pastor, your authorities in your life, and your personal giftings being stirred up, developed, and activated by the Holy Spirit. A lot of people are just deactivated, right? And maybe you need to be activated today in Jesus' name in those areas that you know you have not been walking. You know you need to be active in that spiritual gifting you haven't been doing so. Hallelujah. Because the whole body of Christ, the whole body suffers if you don't do your part. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. And we're not going to be mad at you. We're just going to encourage you. We're going to encourage you. Hey, we need you to do your part. <laughs> Hallelujah. We want you to. We love you. Please don't go. Don't be offended. <laughs> be encouraged to step up in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, what is your priority? So we already talked about what his Former priority was being zealous for the law and all that, all being religious and all that, being pretty puffed up with pride and selfish and all that. Where is your, hallelujah, where is your priority this morning? Is your priority falling in love with Jesus? 
Telling people about, about Jesus, that's a good priority. Is your priority material, physical, fleshly, or spiritual? Everyone can reflect on that this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. I remember when I was a, you know, before, when I was a teenager that you know, I grew up in the church and always had a relationship with the Lord and always walked with the Lord. But I remember how important to me, I'll be realistic. I'm going to be honest, realistic with you. I remember how important to me really it was to fit in. That to be popular, to be accepted by the, the cool crowd and all that stuff. And I just remember one of those days, just, I just, you know, they prayed for me. I just, I was just set free. I was just set free. I just let all that stuff go. And I, there was that moment I just really became a Jesus freak. No longer was I torn between two masters, folks, self and, and the Lord and all that. It was all God. Like, I don't care what they think anymore. <laughs> I don't care what they think of me. I'm not going to try to fit in anymore. I'm just going to be a Jesus freak. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Holly, I didn't care about their, what they thought anymore. I didn't care about their opinions anymore. I didn't care about being accepted by the cool people. Amen. I only want to be accepted by the Lord and walk in that acceptance and share that acceptance with others. Amen. Woo. What are things, what are things that, you need to, that you need to lose for the cause of Christ in your own life? Selfish ambitions, whatever it is that you know that are teaching taking time away from your personal relationship with the Lord or excuses that you might give for not doing other things for the Lord. Because that's also sinful, guys. People think sin, that sin is just all the sins that are listed, you know, in Ephesians and the uh, revelations and all that, you know, fornication and all that stuff. It's also sin to be disobedient to the Lord's leading, to not do, do what the Lord tells us to go. Go on a mission trip, for example. I mean, that's just an example. You didn't go because of all these things. And the Lord deals with you, right? And you, you confess it. But the, when he deals with you, you have to recognize his dealings, right? And say, Lord, I, and confess. If you confess that sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all our unrighteousness, right? Say, Lord, I'm not letting anything hold me back anymore. <laughs> That's what I said. I don't care what they think anymore. Now it's all for you. They can hate me. They can kill me. It'll be much better. I'll be with you. <laughs> but I'm not letting anything, any people's opinions or anything holding me back any longer. Woo. Lord, adios. Can be me. I mean, I even wrote down here. I mean, I don't know if I should say this today because we're going to like a liberal world and all that. But <laughs> Facebook, video games, secular music, TV movies. I'm not saying anything wrong with it. I just talked about the movie theater. I mean, <laughs> But what, what are those things you need to lose so you can be found in him? So you can know him more that are really distracting you from pursuing your relationship with the Lord and being active and doing things for the kingdom. Hallelujah. Is your treasure Facebook? Is your treasure, treasure the Lord? Amen. So many treasures to be found, right? Hallelujah. Lost, lost souls that are more valuable than all the silver and gold in this world. There's plenty more to find to be found. I found one this morning. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to Dios. Right here in Owasso. <laughs> right, folks? No, they're all saved because it's a Bible belt here. <laughs> yeah, right. Be realistic, right, people? You don't have to go very far in Jerez. I mean, it's, I mean, like I've always told you guys, this is right, we're right about 3%. We started going 2005. It was like 1% gospel. So, you know, making a difference. The Lord is moving. It's, it's a time of revival. It's time of harvest for Zacatecas. Keep praying for that, guys. Keep praying for that. 
So all those treasures, right? Like in Zacatecas, there's all those gold and silver mines. You ladies have been down there, you know. Get the 30%, guys. 30% of the jewelry store. Don't let it be a, a selfish motivation, fleshy motivation when you go down there, but you know. They love those necklaces, right, sisters? And all those rings and stuff. I just take them and I let them do their thing, but you know what? But the 30%, 30%. Hallelujah. So just so many, but the kingdom of heaven is like that, a field with many treasures. And we have that, that um, mind detector, the metal detector, right? To find them, the Holy Spirit will help us find those lost, to seek and save the lost and, and give us supernatural words. Maybe not Roman, Romans word, maybe Romans wrote scriptures, maybe John 3, 3.16 type scriptures, or maybe like a, an actual revelation, a prophetic word the Lord gives you to people. Maybe even just a smile and a Jesus love you. Maybe even, even a question, can I pray for you? <laughs> it's about knowing him and, and him, him to be made known to others. And look at that real quick. We're almost gonna finish with this at verse 10 again. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Okay, that's one, right? That we may know him, the power of his resurrection, and his resurrection through us, our new life in Christ. Hallelujah. Now we're really living, right? We weren't living before. Woo! Dios. We've been resurrected. Yes! We were dead in our trespass and our sins, like it says in Ephesians 2, we're alive in Christ. And the fellowship of his sufferings. Have you ever seen the, the movie, The Lord of the Rings, right? The fellowship of the... Well, the Lord invites us to be part of the fellowship of the sufferings. Amen? No, I don't like that. I don't like that, brother. I don't want to suffer. I don't want to get up early with Coonrod and, and Stan and set up all the stuff. He invites us to do suffer something. If you even want to call it that, I can tell Brother Coonrod and Brother Brian, all that, that crew, they just can consider pure joy for the deal and the whole crew to get here early and get this all set up until the Lord opens a bigger uh, a place, a permanent place for you guys. We're gonna be praying for you guys about that and you can pray for us because we're in this little, small little garage where there's not even elbow room. I have to unplug the keyboard just so I can go back and play on the keyboard. That's how <laughs> tight the space is, amen? <laughs> but welcome, you can tell your neighbor, welcome to the Fellowship of the Sufferings. <laughs> you think you're suffering? Listen to this real quick. Listen, if you really think that you're suffering for Christ, you're probably not. Listen to what he says in 2 Corinthians eleven twenty three. Just listen, 23 to 28. Because he says, welcome to the sufferings. Here we go. Hallelujah. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. Like this guy right here, right? <laughs> I am going down there with a drug cartel. <laughs> I'm more afraid of not doing God's will being out of God's will than sitting on, in my, in, on my chair and doing nothing and watching TV. And I tell you what, those drug card people, normal, really nice people, real humble people that are really happy we're going to Mesa Palmita, we're sharing the love with the people, distribu distributing clothing, rice and beans, things they need. And it's funny because I, I think it actually makes them look good that they let us go through there. <laughs> but then I know they've told you guys a story. There's a guy that comes out, not every time, you know, I'm just playing that guy who's gonna get saved. I really am. Amen. For me, there's not that's pure joy going through there and just and just praying the spirit, enjoying the creation. You guys have been there. It's just a beautiful area. What suffering is that? 
You know, that, that dude is just open to the gospel and he's open to go through there. You know, we always have our bag of a banana, chips, and a Diet Coke. That's what his request is. So he comes out there, we get that, and we go through. Amen? He's got a little pistol on his side. Um, you know what? Our, our weapons are, you know, are not carnal. Come on, guys. We have our weapons. A two-edged sword. Hello. <laughs> the warp, word of God. Sharpening a two-edged sword. So, you know, and now he asked for a Bible. So, praise the Lord. Maybe he'll change weapons, right? So are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. A lot of people think I am, you know? Like Apostle Paul, they thought he was a fool. In labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, a lot of stripes, wow, a lot of whips, right? In prisons more frequently, all the time, I'm getting locked up. That sounds like a lot of fun. In deaths often, well, often, from the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was stoned with rods. Once I was, I'm sorry, I was beaten with rods. I'm sorry. I, once I was stoned. Ow. Three times I was shipwrecked. That's really cool. You should read that story in, in Acts. A night and a day I've been in the deep. In journeys often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city. You want me to go on? Perils in the wilderness. That's not perils to me up there in Palomita, guys. I'm sorry, I'm serious. In perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren. I think now that, that is. When the false brethren use you and abuse you, talk about, about you and just try to destroy, destroy you. That's the worst. Don't ever jump in that club, guys, of talking bad about your pastor. That's the worst. Now I've lived it and we've, the Lord got us out of that. These people, legalistic people that just wanted to use and abuse us. But I'm, we are set free from that in Jesus' name now. Those people no longer have any place and the Lord has not allowed them to, to mess with us again. Do never jump on that club. On that, man, that's not a good bandwagon. That's a bad one. That's the worst. I'd rather them be whipping me like the Apostle Paul like says right here. The actual people that don't know the Lord. Because they hate us, hate me for being a Christian. I'm okay with that, dude. That's gonna bring that on. I'll just you say, I hate you. I'll say I love you, right? And Jesus rocked the world and said, "Love your neighbors," right? Like what? <laughs> he said, "Yeah, it's easy to love people that love you." Where's the real love? Where's the real heavenly love? Yeah, that's the step above. That's when you love your neighbor. I mean, I'm sorry. When you love your enemy. Yeah. Love a neighbor loves you. That's easy. Weirdness and toil and sleepiness often. That's bad. In hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Besides the other thing, what comes upon me daily, Pastor Mark daily, my deep concern for all the churches. Don't make my life miserable for Pastor Young. You know, with complaining and whining, you know, support him, love him. Ask him to help you and you need it. Yes, that's what we're here for as pastors, to love you, to shepherd you. Amen to nurture you, to help you, to love on you and be in fellowship with you. But don't make his life miserable. You know what I mean? Don't, don't cross the line with that. Amen? Amen. The fellowship of the sufferings, what are you willing to suffer for, his, for the gospel's sake? You know, with us, people call it, may call it suffering. I just really don't, but I just, and I don't even call it persecution. I just call it opposition. When they shot at us twice way back in the day, when they burned our Bibles in that, that village, you know, I mean, people are like, whoa, when they heard that one. Yeah. Yeah, the dude, the religious catechist guy. It's like, we don't, we don't want that Christian Protestant stuff here. 
The only church founded by Jesus Christ is the Catholic Church. Ha, ha, ha. Mary is the mother of God. The Christians don't believe that. They don't let you party. We let you party. You know? Dude, part of the party is here, baby. Come on. <laughs> Where we come together, two or three come together, gather in his name. That's the party, right? Woo! And he's in the midst of us. That's the party. Come on. That's the celebration when Jesus shows up, right, guys? That's the party. We party down there, right, Sister Sandy? With the kids club, man, we got them jumping, shouting. Oh, yeah, moving <laughs> in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You know, being blessed, but the, 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 like I said, the more hurtful stuff was the more personal, direct stuff by false brethren. And I know Pastor Mark, all of us that are in the ministry, we've lived that. So that's, you know, being blasphemed, lied to, betrayed. That stuff, being run out of villages, you know, that's, you know, this is part of the package, you know, shaking the dust off your feet down there because, you know, people don't want, people that are in, that love the world and, and they're not willing to repent of that or change of that, they don't want other people to set, be set free either. You know what I'm saying? And that dude's like, hey, if, if, if these people get converted, they're not going to come and, and give money at mass anymore, you know? They're not going to give money when we do the parties for the drinking and everything, for the alcohol, he knows that if they get saved, they're not going to help purchase the alcohol and all the stuff, the fireworks they do. And guys, I'm not telling you that that's fun. Guys, when they're parading through the street and you're trying to, um, you know, minister somebody, you're trying to get some sleep maybe, or it's really early in the morning, you're about ready to get through, and they're going through, praying through, and boom, boom, boom. My kids have to deal with that in school, guys. The government will allow them to put the fireworks for the patronage saints right next to the school. It really sounds like a bomb. It, I think, have you guys had experienced that when you've been there? Some of them are so huge. I mean, there's no like limit on fireworks like in the States, like legalities or whatever. <laughs> Rules and regulations. And, I mean, it, some of them sound like bombs. Jessica remembered. I mean, they'll set up, like I said, right next to the school. Come on, at least the school, you know, they're trying to learn and be in class. <laughs> Is that fun? There's nothing fun about that. It's just part of it. But I, I, again, I, fellowship the sufferings. That's what he's saying. Hey, be ready to suffer something, you know? And if you consider all joy like he did, then it changed your whole mentality because you're there to love him and love the world, to know him and make him known. You see what I'm saying? Come on now. My daughter was one years old. You know, they, they cast a spell on her. I mean, you don't, do you remember Shalom? No, you were one. <laughs> She really did get a high fever and get sick. They did this whole egg thing where they'll cast a spell through this egg and whatnot. And it's, I mean, it's witch, witchcraft is what it is. And they, they have actually mixed that in the religion there. Just all this witchcraft stuff, you know, voodoo stuff. And it's accepted. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we, my wife started getting nervous. that We are not going to stand for that in Jesus' name. They want us out of here. They don't want us to be here. They've already told us they want us out of here. They, the guy said, there's other villages you can go to. <laughs> That's what his words were, you know. And I reminded him, hey, you know what? I've already talked to the, the local sheriff and he already gave her permission. So sorry, bro. I've got permission from up above and then I've got the local authority permission. We always do that way. We always operate that way. We go to the leader and we get, we get that permission. Hey, you have not because you asked not. Come on now. So I said, we are not going to, so she started, you know, just, uh, you know, um, she was in this high fever and she was, it was looking bad. I said, we are not going to stand for that in Jesus name. 
I know they cast the curse on her and all that, the spell, but our God is greater. She is covered by the blood of lamb. So we just started bleeding the blood of Jesus over her and casting all that fever out in Jesus' name. Greater is he who is in us and he's in this world. And, and it, it dissipated. The fever dissipated. She was set free in Jesus' name. And we continued doing what we were doing, preaching the word of the Lord. Amen? <laughs> and there's nothing fun about us living in downtown and having to worry about every night them trying to steal our vehicles or our batteries. Is that fun? We have to, sometimes, you know, you get tired, you come back from the mission, you know, get back late. Hey, you just forget we're human beings <laughs> to lock the door. <laughs> and our vehicles are old school. You've seen down there, it's not all the, I mean, the thing hasn't worked in years where you actually, you know, you know, you know, can just lock it through the, <laughs> exactly, yeah. And so sometimes you just forget, well, they stole the battery twice. They've tried to steal the vehicles numerous times and you'll get in there and it's just all trashed out and the Lord has not allowed them to do it. I mean, they don't understand that there's angels there. Well, they do. I think they do once they, they show, oh, I got a story for you guys about that too. Some about the Lord's protection on stuff, about the well. Oh, they're going to hear this one. They're going to hear this one. I mean, one time the dude, the dude, the guys, they get, just got scared off because the neighbor, when we were at our other house, he woke up and he just came out and they just took off because they got, you know, cold feet, I think. Because I actually found the actual uh, kit, those kits that will starter kits, you know, that they were trying to start the vehicle. So, duh, they were trying to steal the vehicle. You know what I'm saying? But guys, welcome to the suffering club. What do we have to do for his name to be known? What do you need to do more to make his name known to the lost people that are around you? You know what I'm trying to say this morning? So you got to hear this well story. You got to hear it. So the first thing when we showed up in Mesa Palmita, they asked for prayer for is uh, a well. They had made this application to the government to get this machine to come in because they don't have running water. And so that was the first thing we just started standing together in and declaring in Jesus' name that the Lord was going to, um, you know, give them favor. You know, the, red, the green light with the, the authorities, you know, to send the machine and that the Lord will bring the machine to the right spot so they can dig and get the water. Amen. We all need drinking water, running water, right, folks? But there's been all this opposition because of the village down, down, the, down the, the road that thinks that if they, you know, go to that aquifer, it's going to affect their water resort, reservoir source, which won't. But it's more just opposition, you know, because the enemy, we know who's behind all the, always and there's opposition. It's always a spiritual problem. Right, folks? So anyway, we're just believing that, we've been believing from the beginning that through this well, amen, this physical well, physical source of water, amen, that rivers of living water are going to go through that place. Amen? Woo! Hallelujah. And through this well, that, that the whole village is going to be transformed. The whole village is going to be saved because of this answer to prayer. Amen? Can, can our God do it? Yes, he can. So anyway, um, they've, got the, they've got, finally got the machine there. We've done a couple of prayers around it. The first time we showed up, we saw the machine there. I said, okay, everybody grab hands. Let's do a, let's a prayer, prayer around this you know, machine and just declare no weapon formed against this machine, against the Lord's work to have this well done, prosper in Jesus' name, amen? And we also declared specifically, the Lord likes us to be specific in our prayers, right? The Lord to put those angels, place those angels in that hedge of protection around that whole, not only the, the actual physical well, the whole physical property. Amen? Yeah. So those angels are there. 
And the, later on, I, I come, and I think it was a little bit after you guys were there. I can't remember exactly. I said, yeah, some, you know, the, by this point, the well was already working. And they were sending the engineers from Zacatecas City to run it. And it was actually, they were, they, they were thinking it's getting close to the water. It's getting close. Amen. Well, then the opposition came, and it was actually haltered. But some armed men shown up, you know, assault rifles, came up to the gate and, and just stopped right there. And they were said, yeah, last night those guys showed up, but they, showed, they just got to the edge of the fence where the gate is, and they didn't come through. So I, said that, I told the owner of the property that lives on the premises, and they've got 24, 24 hour guards that they're watching that because people are actually trying to steal parts of, from the well, the opposition people. Why do you think that those guys didn't come through the gate? And do you remember when we did that prayer here, bro? When we prayed that the Lord would station those angels around this, around this well and this whole property? Well, guess what? Those dudes had demons with them and they could see those angels. Those angels did not let those demons or their henchmen pass in Jesus' name. And that's why those dudes didn't come through. Ooh, ah, hallelujah. Kim Bebe! What do we need to do more to be a blessing to his creation? We've been talking about that fellowship of the suffering stuff. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Talks about heaven here, what we're going to lay a hold on for. Guys, this went way worth it. I press toward the, toward the goal for the prize of the upward call. Upward call. Upward? <laughs> call of God. In Christ Jesus. Not like we've attained it. Not that Apostle Paul, myself, Pastor Mark, the ministers of the word. Not that we're there yet, guys. No, we're, we're walking by faith just like you guys, day by day. Lord, may, he, may the Lord grow us and work in every area of our lives. Remove every sinful, any obstacle in Jesus' name so we can go forward in Jesus' name with our personal relationship with him and in our ministries. What about this suffering? Hot springs, is that suffering? We, all, we always do our baptisms there. That's fun. And we're going to go. Okay? New, no limits. We just haven't had to be able to fit in the schedule. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Sacateca City zip line. Is that suffering? Nope. <laughs> Hiking in the beautiful mountains, places like caves and stuff that we've, we take people to that no one's ever stepped in before. Tamales, tacos. When, we're, when we surrender his call, we, do, we just forget all those things behind. And we get excited about the Lord's work. I mean, I, I just always remind my family, every time, my team, every new kids club, every time we go to the mission, every service, amen, is fresh. The presence of the Lord is fresh for us, amen. Every time we go to Palmita, it's just a new opportunity to serve him. A freshness of the Lord, a fresh spirit, a fresh move of God, we could, should go expecting to see, amen. And then the Lord says, hey, here's all this other cool stuff that I'm going to let you do. I've opened the door for you to do just because I love you that much. I'll let you guys do the zip line. I'm kind of done. This. I, don't, I, don't, I don't do it anymore. I don't know. I don't zip it anymore. <laughs> you guys can get on your bad self on that one. But I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's the second longest of all Latin America. I mean, it's pretty intense. It's like a thousand foot uh, drop off or something like that. It's pretty, it's like, it's basically one mountain to the next. You would love it, bro. Cowboy. He would love it, right, guys? He would love it. He would like it. 
And I encourage you guys to sign up on those trips. You know, this is a family relationship we have here. Like I've told folks, I'm not, I, I'm not interested in some huge big name church that's supporting us. I just want it to be a family thing. And, and this is what this is. This is a partnership. We're a partnership to get Owasso and, and Zacatecas saved for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Praise the gospel to every creature. Amen. And this is the thing where you can personally be involved and say, hey, I can put a face with that name that they've said, that Emilio or whoever. Like, Who's that? You can put a face with the name by actually going down there and, and, and partner up with what we're doing, with what you're doing. Amen. Sign up in January. Sign up in, in June. Amen. Hallelujah.